0: <coughs> All right, man. It's Worldwide Sounds Records on DJ Chase, man. You're now tuned into the Rush Hour Party Mix Monday through Friday on Connecticut's Own Smack and Radio in the Pre Game Party Mix podcast. We just we just lighten up the, the interviews, man. But today we got the dopest comedian. I, I got like mad comedian friends now, so I got one of the, the talent, most talented, definitely one of the most talented comedians that I know. Uh, Joe Hill was popping, brother.
1: What's good Chase? What's good my brother? How you living man? man. I am living
0: great and blessed and I'm just happy to be alive And it's just crazy with this quarantine, COVID, government conspiracy Mm You know, it's going down (laughs) Shit
1: is, listen, like Cardi B said, shit is getting real It's definitely getting real (laughs) brother, it's definitely getting real man Yeah, you on the West
0: Coast, you left us in New York bro
1: yeah, yeah, I went over to the West Coast because New York don't got their shit together uh, at the <laughs> moment, you know, and, 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 mm. you know, don't get me wrong, I could get back on the plane, but I, I think I'm gonna be here for another couple of weeks, you know, yeah. with the fam, yeah. and then I'll be back in New York, but yeah, man. Well, I'm gonna tell just, you first,
0: I'm gonna tell you firsthand, you ain't missing nothing, bro. You ever, se- right. I, now, you ever seen Escape from LA and Escape from New York? Yeah. Okay, this is Escape from New York. Yeah it's, getting, it's, Listen, it's bad out here I don't
1: know what is. I mean, I, I think we'll get it underhand And get it under wraps in a few months But it definitely shook everybody up In our reality So we all fucked up in the game right now
0: Real, real oh. talk, man So I want to ask The first question I have for you is Now, I know you're a comedian Comedian uh, mm-hmm. personality What made you get into comedy?
1: Um, I think for me You know, I've always been naturally funny slash uh, like entertaining in terms of like, you know, like, you know, providing that laughter or all those jokes and you know as a kid and I think I don't know. It, it was a transition when I got into my early 30s where I was producing and always, you know, hosting events. And what happened was I was actually on a date and I said, you know what, I can I can actually do this comedy thing and host it. <laughs> Are and you then serious? fast forward. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I was I went to a comedy show on a date um, back in like 2010. Mm. And, and, you know, I was hosting stuff and being funny doing hip hop shows and music productions. But I said, damn, I could host a comedy show. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of comedy. I, You know, I love the greats, the Richard Pryor, the Bernie Max, and all that. So I, I, I started hosting my own productions. And you fast forward now, you find yourself writing your own material, producing your own specials and creating your comedy mixtapes now. So it's, it's real now.
0: <laughs> yeah my fault somebody was texting me that's crazy I'm, nah, like,
1: I'm like yo what
0: that's random so you just randomly there's no background in comedy there's no background in it you just woke up I mean, when you just went on a yeah. date and said that i'm a, i could do this better than the other i person. had
1: always listen i mean i always watch comedy i love I, I, you know i watch television shows whatever martin and i always felt like i could do it but I, but I, am not gonna sit here and say, yo, I've been studying this shit at 16 because I, you know, I wasn't. I, 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 don't get me wrong, I have watched yeah. Comic View and things as a kid and as yeah. a teenager, but, but never to put it all together until I stepped into the light of wanting to do it, and then yes. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you, you, you got this. You know, that's and, that's really what it comes down to. And you know why
0: it's funny you say that? I'm like, yo, Joe Hill's like six five, six six. <laughs> why is he a comedian? Like. You could have been balling like so. I'm like, all right, where did this, where did the comedian gene and the comedian just, just the vibe come from from Joe Hill? I'm like,
1: why he never was balling? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say this. It did come from hosting a lot of events, and like I was mm-hmm. saying, I used to host a lot of hip hop events, a lot of you know, or, or MCing an event, and, and you know, from that, you you know, you just got to figure out a way to match those stage skills with the funny. You know yes. what I'm saying? And then once you can put them together, and I think that's where I started to see it. Because I would say to myself, wait a minute I have the stage presence, you know what I'm saying And all yeah. that that comes with that
0: yeah. Now if I
1: can put the written material with that And put that into one, then, then you got something So that's really how it came together
0: That's crazy, I would have never thought that Funny, no know me knowing you, I would have been like Yo, Joe's been doing this for like five <laughs> I mean for like 15 years He came up doing this 10 years He, he grinded like that And I, I would have yeah. never thought it just came from a date So that that is hilarious, bro
1: I mean, I, like I said, I've put in the work in comedy. I've been doing it since 2010. Yeah. So you figure that 10 years, but 10, 10 years. years ain't nothing. That ain't yeah. nothing. Not that in ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Not in
0: entertainment. Period. Not even just comedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So do you still get butterflies when you hit the stage? Do you still like? Do you get nervous when you get on stage?
1: Oh man, that's a good question. Do you get butterflies? I think you should, and for me, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that just that just reminds you that you're you're human. You know, and I don't think it's nerves. I think it's excitement mixed yeah. with anxious. You mm-hmm. know, well, yeah, you could call that butterflies, but but never nervous. I think it's more you're more anxious and excited. Yeah. And I think that's how you know you, you know you, you're doing this from a real place. Because if you're not getting them feelings, then I don't know what to tell you. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> nah, same with DJing, man. And with that mm-hmm. being said, in the comedy world, I know I'm a. It's for, my my pops used to have me watching Robin Harris all the time. And he mm-hmm. cracks jokes on me and my family Just a bunch of jokesters So do you feel mm-hmm. like in 2020 that you have to You know with the sensitivity Issue and the morality now That's so affecting What people say as opposed to You're, you're guilty about what you say And not what you do now uh, Do you feel like you have to adjust your jokes to the sensitivity
1: Um, I think that's the old way the, the, the old school way of thinking in comedy because you know we you want to be sensitive to folks but i think at the end of the day comedians are the only people or artists per se that can voice how they feel about any topic and you can't take us seriously yeah gotcha. like you can't because we're on the platform of entertaining and enlightening you through a real comedic way so if you're really looking at it, we're just giving you a mirror of the truth (laughs) a lot of times, you know what I'm saying so how can you get mad at the truth reality, so I think as a comedian for me no, I Mm -hmm. I think you know, I don't, I used to but I think, you know, with people like Chappelle you know, and and, and, you know the Chris Rocks and the the, the, the icons in the game, seeing them perform and say what they feel, it makes it easy for us, you know, on, on my level of status to be able to just say you know what Fuck it just say what you gotta say and leave it all Out there you know <laughs> that's really what it comes yeah. Down to
0: yeah no nah, that's that's real Talk bro and with the with the Being the the back the black comedy Club versus the I guess white Put more mainstream comedy Clubs do you see a difference mm-hmm. in the jokes That you have to tell or you keep your jokes The same
1: oh man I was just Talking about this to uh, some of my peoples uh, that, I, that I do shows with and I was saying That black shows You know it's it's you know we laugh at our our culture you yeah. know what i'm saying we laugh at our yeah. nigga shit you know what i'm saying we <laughs> laugh at our motherfucker this, this that sometimes may not cross over and when i say crossover that may mm-hmm. not translate in a in a mainstream per se a white room uh so it, it, it really comes down to adjusting as the comedian because you don't want to be changing how you how you do your sets in rooms you want to be the same type of person and every room around everybody, you know what I'm saying? So, you got to try to carve that space out to have your material cross over and be able to perform it anywhere. But for me, I like, I can perform in any room mainstream, uh, black rooms, church, <laughs> you gas station, you put me anywhere, you know what I'm saying? I feel
0: you. And now, with that being said, do you apply your own? Um, because I know you have your own uh, comedy come up 360 uh brand, mm-hmm. and you know, you have your mm-hmm. own comedy brand, do you see mm-hmm. the um that with that being said, you the, the event hosting that you do, do you apply a lot of that into doing your own comedy events? Like oh, yes. prior to comedy?
1: Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. I definitely apply the same, you know, the same formula yeah. um uh, to, to my productions. And you know, I think at the end of the day it's you wanna be you want to be able to market whatever whatever product you're putting out to everyone. You know what I'm saying uh, yeah. You know At least I mean you know Teenagers are not Obviously you know Kids can't hear it At certain age But I'm just saying
0: yeah. You
1: want No matter the race Gender Whatever You want them to listen To your shit And be like That motherfucker Is funny You know what I'm saying <laughs> Like it don't even matter You know what yeah. I'm saying So like yeah. That's what it comes down to the, Yeah you know, cause I, I liken you I
0: liken you right now To the the Rudy Ray Moors, the Grinders, the mm-hmm. the you know the guys who pulled up. They didn't get the 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 starring role on SNL first and then pop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're more in that lane. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, you just dropped a new comedy
1: album, right? Yes, sir. The comedy mixtape. So so you know yeah. everybody was saying was is it an album? Is it a mix? I call tape? it an album. So I had heard it i hour. had originally was slated to perform my hour special the art of not giving a fuck on march 27th but due to the covid yeah um danger Fields, the club i was you know producing that and everything uh, shut okay. down so i you know i was literally <laughs> I, yeah i was upset you know i was like yeah. damn this shit this shit disrupted business because everybody <laughs> you know we had to do the refunds and all that you know man, what i'm saying man. like we, we was that's damn wack. near almost selling it out yeah that's why so I, I i felt like a mixtape was perfect, and you know hip hop. You you, yeah. you know you work with a lot of artists. A mixtape is something yeah. that you throw out there to kind of keep yourself relevant, and throw some tracks out there that you might not hear <laughs> on a new album. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because some because some of the fireest music comes from the mixtapes, though. You'd be like, oh, I got to get this album. You know what I'm Honestly, saying? Honestly, the best so,
0: music is on a mixtape because the, mix the artist is more creative. They're mm-hmm, more open.
1: And exactly. And 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 with that being what you just said, I tried to show. I tried to showcase. Some clean comedy on there, some raw comedy. You you know, you heard the voice characters on there. Yeah. You know, so I tried to give you a, a, a nice, different versatility of package of things I could do. Yeah. So, all
0: right, yo. So where was this? I heard it. It's called Huda. F is Joe Hill on all mm-hmm. streaming platforms. Now, where did you record this? It was a show, or is a mixture of different? Um, all right. So it shows. was
1: it was uh the first half of the mixtape. I want to say, yeah. Uh, the first track to like the end. Yeah, the fifth track. I want to say that was at the same theater. It was at the Point Theater in the Bronx, where mm. I'm from. Shout out to uh, JP Justice, who produces the Grown Folks comedy shows. Let's get it. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I, I recorded that there. And then, you know, the second half was, you know, different sh- different shows of, you know, me and Queens at a church gig, you know, towards the end. And then I'm another place in Jersey. So, you know, you, you get different, you know, uh different audiences and how they perceive, you know, certain jokes of mine and things like that. So yeah, that no, was dope. I, my to be favorite able to do joke that.
0: on it is the Alexa joint. And I'm I'm not skipping oh, through yeah. it. I'm the Alexa because <laughs> 'cause I'm sitting there listening to it. I'm like, what is he talking about? And he's like, Alexa tell she tells she's like the girlfriend in the in the kitchen that you don't <laughs> that you want to tell you everything yes. that you want to hear.
1: <laughs> yes that's a fact That's a fact mm, yeah. and, and, I, and I think You know Listening to that track That's a great example Of trying to paint The picture Of Alexa Being actually Listening to it You know what I'm saying So if you yeah. can Listen to that audio And really see that picture Of Alexa talking back From the speaker That's that's the writer you yeah. know and that's how you, you 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 get that to visualize it for the audience yeah <laughs> it was definitely
0: you know that joke was tight i'm like yo i'm listening to it i'm like yo this is this is so relatable because i have a Alexa that my wife never uses and i bought it mm-hmm. but she talked to me i plug it in every now and then just to make me feel better about my well,
1: well here's the funny part i added to that you know joke is uh now because i performed that a few more times and i say you know when you have the fellas over. I said I had the fellas over for the Super Bowl, and here she come. Here she come out the back room talking about. I thought you didn't like Lamar. I'm like, Bitch, shut up, shut <laughs> up right now. You said you don't chip in. I said be
0: quiet right now. <laughs> <laughs> Word, yo. So yeah, so, yeah. Now nah, that that's super fire, bro. And I just want to, you know, give you your flowers, as they say. You know why you I why you here, you, bro? Because we we going through a tough, tumultuous time right now. And with that mm-hmm. being said, also Joe Hill. Now, did, I know you seen, I'm not sure if you've seen it, the Dolomite uh, movie on Netflix by Eddie Murphy.
1: Yes, I did see it. Okay, I did, did that
0: it. inspire you to put this project out, to realize the grind and step the skits up in the viral comedy game up? Because I know everybody was getting on Kevin Hart about... His come up, you know, applying, you know, digital marketing to his comedy to, to fill the mm. venues up. Now, do you mm. feel what you release in this album is that in the same lane as the, the bootstrap and the grassroots hustle as those the Dolomite and Kevin Hart?
1: I think definitely you want to create your own residual platform for you to, you yeah. know, get yeah. your royalties and get your money. So I think definitely you're inspired mm. from what we see, especially Kevin Hart. You know, Kevin Hart is somebody is a great example of somebody that's creating a platform. But not only creating a platform, he's holding, he's bringing his peoples up with him, and making sure that they're coming up to the top. So I think, you know, depending on who you who you who you align yourself with, definitely you Mm want to produce like that and and create a situation where it's not just comedy. You know what I'm saying? It's more than just stand up. You know, it's writing, it's uh, producing movies, short films. You know, content. It's just you know, it's so many avenues of it you, you don't want to limit yourself yeah
0: and let, and let me ask too do you have a ghostwriter or do you have a collaborator like you know uh prior had paul mooney uh chappelle had um uh brennan neil brennan so do you have mm-hmm. a, a, a do you write all your jokes or you just have a collaborator so
1: i i definitely write my own material uh oh. i i think we all in comedy are inspired from Stuff that was said in the past from You know And then we try to You know Write our own stories Within that But I think a lot of And all of my material Is definitely written I mean I've been writing Since 2010 Like Mm. literally Writing down jokes And I got one of them Old Lord of the Rings books You know the leatherbacks (laughs) How do you write it How do you write it
0: My fault Not to cut you off How do you you write a joke
1: All right, So everybody has Their own formula Of how they write a joke But for me You know I'm more like um, if I could break it down to you, like if instead of me writing out the whole entire joke, mm. I leave it open for my interpretation of how I may I may want to perform it. Yeah. So I may write like a one line bar of mm. something like Alexa, you know what I'm saying, or like uh, <laughs> grandmothers used to be reliable. See that <laughs> that line right there can you yeah. can take me anywhere on stage. So I don't know. For me, I have it how I want to perform it in my head and how I, how I write it out, but. I think it's also relating. It's easier to perform comedy for me that's relatable and things that we observe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to write this this whole misdirection. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. you can do that with certain stuff. But I think, you know, Yeah. After a- as you grow in comedy, you can definitely do it more like that.
0: Yeah, I feel you, man. And do you feel it being an independent comic with no co-sign cool and just, I guess, technically starting out? Um, do you find it Like difficult do you, like, you have, Excuse me Not do you find it difficult Do you have any difficulties Getting uh, You know More gigs Or getting more press And promo Because everybody's a rapper As soon as they look at uh, Guys mm-hmm. like us Oh you're a rapper Or you do something in music And it's out mm-hmm. of the ordinary To do uh, comedy Especially as a black yeah. comedy Now because a lot of the older vets Are aging out You know So it's mm-hmm. not too many young Our age And younger mm-hmm. That's comedians Do you have any hurdles That you face
1: um, You know what I, I have here and there, Depending on You know What type of event But for me It's different You know I didn't I didn't start The traditional Come to New York Or born and raised In New York Trying to do Stand up comedy And that's it Like you know yeah. I've been People don't know People I do know I've worked in The, the board of education For 17 18 years now yeah, They yeah. still do yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying So for me it helps me by having these networks of different people to come mm-hmm. and continue to to kind of breathe life into your shows and you know it gives you more people to network and market to and things like that so I think yeah. having a life outside of comedy that's totally separate a career allows me to blend that in times to kind of infuse copy you know an copy. audience a lot of times so so I don't, I don't think for me I've had hurdles it's just more so mm-hmm. you know with the COVID happening obviously nobody can do anything you know what I'm <laughs> saying so I would say yeah stuff like uncontrollable stuff like that
0: okay and do you uh do you have any advice for a young up-and-coming comedian that's coming out to anything that like mistakes that you may have made along the way that they can avoid and just you know just give them some words of positivity
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think if, if you're a young comedian or comedian listening i think at the end of the day i think you need to learn all aspects of a comedian and when i say that it's almost like if you could relate it to music you know, back in the day, they you know, they would have these record labels would do your deals for you, put the money up and do all do everything for you. And all you're supposed to do is show up and perform. I think <laughs> as a comedian, you need to learn the business side of it. You need to uh, create a package for yourself. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because comedy clubs want to see you performing and, you know, like a website. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. you a mailing list. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think it's a good time to be in a comedian because you can market yourself however you want you know what i'm saying you don't have to follow no guidelines of a a thing so i think creating your own network is way more uh beneficial long term and it's more organic you know what i'm saying because people rock (laughs) with you for you and they find out you a comedian you're like oh it's lit now i'm going to all his shows you know what i'm saying so (laughs) <laughs> I think if you're a young comic, just grind. Word, Learn keep all aspects. Learn all aspects of it. Master master it all.
0: Word, man. And do you find it easier to perform in New York, your hometown, or do you find it um, easier to perform everywhere else?
1: Um, I mean I I did I did my um hour because I, you know, I was mm-hmm. getting it ready in March and I did my hour in DC in early February. Yeah. And we did it at the DC draft house, which is one of the known comedy spots, and it hit hard, you know, it was, it, like it, that hour hit hard. So yeah. i was so hyped to come home. Yeah. I said, damn, I can't wait to come back to New York and perform this hour next month and didn't get to. But I think in general, for me, I think it, 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 it's always good on the road because you got people that don't know you. You know, yeah.
0: know what I'm saying Yeah man So Yeah that out of town love Is serious And lastly mm-hmm. yeah, Before we mm-hmm. get out of here Man I have I need to um, I need a A comedian's perspective What the heck do you think Is going on with these Conspiracy theorists Saying that the 5G Towers uh, With the coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> Can 5G towers Let me coronavirus? Let me tell you something
1: these Negroes is making up shit every day <laughs> Soon they gonna say Soon they gonna say almond milk Is gonna be the reason why everybody dying Like it's gonna be yeah. some bullshit like, or, or like I don't know yeah, yeah. I, I, But it's funny cause we still watch them shits I still yeah. be listening to them conspiracy theories And believing that shit So that's the sad part I need to stop watching it Yo but, man listen yeah, don't man. be
0: out there Trump Lysol And don't be taking Lysol Word. shots
1: man. But nah I, I gotta say this too Like I said yeah. before we get out of here you know, those that don't know, Chase has definitely, you know, been working with me for a while before. So I'm glad Word. to be able to come on and bless the, you know, the, 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 the waves podcast, right now. The waves, and the and, and, waves. and just, you know, I like I said, I've been doing comedy in, you know, in New York City, at Caroline's, you know, big places like that and, you know, comic yeah. strip. And I've done some dope events with you, Chase. So I want to give you your flowers when you did the event with us at StubHub. Oh, thank the comedy you, comedy joint. You, thank you. So you know, <laughs> and and you've and you've been through Harlem Nights. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying DJ yeah. the Wednesday, the Wednesday vibes. Yeah, I just come uh, in and so do my yeah. little
0: one too. I don't bother nobody. I like comedy shows. They're
1: easy. <laughs> they fun and Yo, easy. They funny. Yo, question: Do you are you are you uh, familiar with the Zoom DJ? Yeah, and I did you it been, twice. Been on any?
0: I was I was like one of the first ones. I just Word. um I I. They made it corny to me So they like okay. Basically started So some, everybody DJs at the same time And I just mm-hmm. got You know It just kind of got corny So I didn't want to You know I want to do something different You know how creatives are We just Especially deep creatives like us Introverts and Jamal yeah.
1: babies Like we really just Exactly And that's the reason why I was yeah. saying that Because you know I'm, I'm doing a live Show mm. with music artists, yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm doing performances starting every Monday, starting this Monday, yeah. And if you if you interested, you know we can we could we could do uh you know we take commercial breaks in between performances and have you spin, you know what I'm saying? Spin for like five ten minutes. I'm you know with what it.
0: Saying? I'm with it. I'm I'm getting a digital branding back up. I, you know between you and you. one other person, y'all inspired me to step my branding up. So I'm like, everybody knows yeah, me for man. being a quiet DJ. So I'm like, Alright, let me step it up. Let me see listen you can do stuff, your man.
1: thing you I, I can put you on the screen you get your own yeah. box because like, I, I know how to work the zoom so
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i we, just gotta know we, how we to figure definitely. out the um the, the, the pitch in the background the girl who did it when i first did the mm-hmm. quarantine party this was in march we was doing mm-hmm. this and she was like yo it was like <laughs> my foe, she was like do it like this and we had the zoom party pop and it was like 30 40 people in there just yeah. and, then, and, and then it just started of kept zoom after dark Cause she's one of those like influences, so she knows know mm-hmm. more people. So they started it just started getting too freaky for me. So I was like, all right, I <laughs> <laughs> get in trouble, I was like, it's nah. stupid. <laughs> Word, it man. stupid. But joe Hill, thank you, man, for calling in. Thank yes, you sir. for rocking with DJ Chase, man. Telling me social media is your, your website everything.
1: Yes, sir. You can check out my website at this is joehill.com. You can find me on all social media at uh this is joe hill. You know, you heard about the mixtape. That's out. Who the fuck is Joe here? You can download that, stream that, purchase that everywhere. And I also got a podcast called The Afterthought Podcast. You can check us out on The Afterthought Podcast. Um, It's streaming everywhere, too. And, you know, it's a dope podcast of me and a lot of special guests. And I got to have you on there, Chase. So.
0: I'll be Thank on you have let, on me, head, know. Bro. Just let me know. I appreciate it. Let me know. Yeah, man. It's DJ Chase, man. Worldwide Sounds Records. You already know the drill. Uh, that YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe as the drill. Uh, patronage, Cash App, Dollar Sign, DJ Chase 2. The Rush Hour Party Mix on it's Connecticut Smackin' Radio. The pregame party mix on Ask Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, all that goodness. And it's DJ
1: Chase. Yeah.